Hello and welcome to Dan's List Talks. Um, going to do something um, a bit different today. Going to do a film review of um, Spider-Man No Way Home. And um, I saw that um, yesterday, so I've had a, a lot to think about the film. I know some people like to do their instant reactions, things like that. But you know, it's a, a long film. I think we've just done. I've, you know under three hours long so there's a lot to unpack and things like that so you know <laughs> other people probably do a lot more research than me but mine's just on what I picked up and what I thought as a um, you know a Marvel fan a Spider-Man fan and just you know as a general movie how it was set up you know and sort of you know if it's appeal to just fanboys, is it just fan service? You know, we'll we'll tackle a bit of that. But the first thing I want to talk about is um, I I think sometimes these films, like um, Avengers Endgame, there's there's a, there's something about these um, event movies where like I said you want you want to see them as soon as you can because I know the the internet does cause an issue because you know you don't want to be spoiled um, you know because there's a lot which could be um, spoiled in this movie um, and also I forgot to mention this is um, a sp we're gonna talk spoilers um, I'm gonna put this in the description but be aware we will talk spoilers so Please watch the film before um, listening to this. But yeah, so we're gonna sort of uh, talk into sort of event cinema, and um, and like I said, because you would see this earlier with people, the surprises, you know, hit the entire cinema. So when they. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we sort of knew it was coming because if they were going to put the villains. Um, from previous um, Spider-Man universes, then they had to put the heroes. So you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. It it was it was beautiful, and um, and like I said, I loved how they was introduced. And like I said, literally in my in the cinema, everyone was just going absolutely mental. You know, <laughs> it it was just it was just so it was such a happy scene, and uh, and for me the best interactions were the um, uh, were just the the setting up of of those characters and also that you know even though we've only seen them for a short period of time, you know they've been you know in their universes it's it's all lived in. You know, it's like the Star Wars um, effect. You know, you want to see thing, you know, places with grime, with dust, and things like that, because it sets up that you know these people have been living that life for um, a period of time, and um, you know, and and you know, it's not just like shoehorned in and and the interactions they all had with each other I thought was was amazing and Toby Maguire it it does it just looks like you know 
somebody who's <laughs> who's lived his life has regrets and, and was basically the moral compass for um, Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker and um, you know and I really really love that and um, and my favorite scene I know there was amazing special effects there was you know the villains the sort of the fights were were superb um, but for me the my favorite scene was the <laughs> the backcracking scene because it was just you know I think two people who would like you know like they were saying they'd be doing this for years and you know and things take the toll and and I love where um, you know where there's films which sort of will you know because it's like the conversation about the the web fluid, you know, and they will say, "How how does your body do that?" It's like, and and that's the thing. If you had people who's been doing that for years, and uh, you know, you would ask things like that. You'd be like, "What? You do that a different way?" It's like, "How how do you do that?" So I I really adored those interactions, those little conversations, and things like that. Talking about the villains. I mean bravo basically they they could you know they could have picked cherry picked like the best villains in the franchises and things like that but they they picked um, you know some which needed a second chance I mean you know Electro um, Jamie Fox that was great and and also you know um, the way developed, but for me, Melina, Alpha Melina, Doc Ock, it was so great to see see them, and also the arc they had, because, like I said, I'm not massively into the comic books for like that, but the fact that, like you said, you know, I've, uh, Doc Ock started out, he wanted to tell people. And um, and like I says, and and this technology sort of like corrupted him, and sort of started controlling him. And I really loved how they um, sort of that aspect of it, and sort of you know when you thought he was gonna turn, and then he you know saved them, saved them. It's like yeah, it was just so so well done because that. The great villains are the ones which, you know, have that humanity, and that's what I love about Doc Ock and um, you know uh, Alfred Molina's performance. And he does look like he was having so much fun being called back into that role. And um, and my God, it it was great. And I, and I love the fact, like you said, you know, with with the arms and the. Um, um, how it sort of absorbed the, the nanites and stuff like that. That was uh, very cool. So it like absorbed all the red and things like that. That was that was great. Uh, there is so much you can talk about with this film, but main main thing as well I need to go through is uh, there's big criticism. Uh, I've read briefly a few reviews and they said that they thought the comedy was very mistimed with the drama but I thought it was um, used correctly 
because if you look at any of the other Tom Holland Spider-Man movies it has a similar sort of pace with the comedy with the drama and things like that so so I, I understand some probably think you know they were but this is you know this is a Sony slash you know um, Marvel um, slash Disney bit of a mix up um, you know movie and it was um, you know and it was very true to to the previous um, you know previous two movies so I really loved um, how they dealt with the pace and when there was really dramatic um, moments like with Aunt May and um, you know and and also you know we're happy and things like that you know it's like there was comedy at the beginning but then you know it's like no that that was all sort of done very well and I didn't really check who the director was but the the pacing I thought was was great it you know one thing as well which I think carried on better than the other two movies it showed the genuine love between MJ and Peter Parker, um, you know Zendaya and um, Tom Holland, because, like I said, it wasn't over dramatic scenes, and some of them were just like little conversations and, and little little looks and things like that, and it was just, you know, it it just felt genuine. And, and when you're trying to have films with stakes and things like that, um, you need those genuine, you know, scenes. You know, anybody could be like over romantic or things like that, but it's those genuine conversations where it, it feels like they're very comfortable with each other. And that's what I think made more stakes. Um, the main thing as well, I think th this film's going to be very sort of mixed for, you know, either people who, you know, have followed, like, the Marvel Universe, you know, and, well, not even just the Marvel Universe, but has watched, like, uh, you know, all the previous Spider-Man movies and things like that to somebody who would be fresh into this. I think they would enjoy it, but I think there would be a lot of things they wouldn't understand or, um, you know, these little conversations or when, like, the, the crowd's going absolutely mental because they see Matt Murdock. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen the Netflix shows, you wouldn't get that reference where, <laughs> like I said, there was a young lady uh, to the right of me and, and she had the same reaction with me where I'm like, ah, <laughs> it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it a nearby district? It it would make sense. He would be his lawyer, <laughs> and I'm like, yay! <laughs> and it's just like little moments like that, and uh, like there was some references, like my brother um, who I went to see the film with. He uh, he hadn't really seen um, much of the Amazing Spider-Man, especially like the second one, which I understand. It's a terrible movie. But for not seeing it once, there was a there was a, a little scene where um, where Andrew uh, Garfield uh, saved um, yeah the current um, universe um, MJ 
um, and and basically he managed to, to stop her from falling and, and she was crying and he was crying and my brother didn't get that and I was like I was like unless you've watched you know the uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 Electric Boogaloo or whatever it was called um, the uh, you know the art wrenching scene where he tried to save um, Gwen and but she cracked her head on, on the bottom and it's like and it and it was genuine and it and like I said and and it's those little scenes I think if you've watched all the movies you know I mean I mean also I mean people, there's there's little jokes to um, sort of you know how it is basically like three white guys uh, but you know but that's going to be you know further down the line but uh, but yeah I thought the interactions the stakes um, was great and like I said I think the uh, I mean we're 13 minutes already <laughs> and I've, I've not really gone through like um, I mean other reviewers will probably go through you know the story beat by beat and things like that but um, you know, it's a simple premise. Basically, you know, um, Peter Parker wants to change. Um, well, wants people to to not know um, his identity across basically his life and his friends' lives has um, fell apart, and the people he love as it's affected. You know, this unveiling has, has affected all of them and it's causing harm to them all. So he asked Doctor Strange to um, to help him, but because uh, <laughs> Peter Parker's Peter Parker, he, he interferes with the spell and basically um, causes anybody associated with uh, Peter Parker to uh, to to come through, um, you know, the sort of I think like gaps in space-time fabric thing. I'm sure that's what it was. Um, <laughs> don't quote me on it, but yeah. So basically, people were pulled from other alternate universes, and was um, and and basically was into this current world. So it started out with just the villains, and. Don't, I have not forgot about Green Goblin. I, I'm getting to it. He's going to be my finale. There's a lot I need to say about William um, Defoe. Uh, but yeah, so so they got them in, and then they got um, the heroes because um, MJ, what's his name? Ned. So I had a brain fart. Um, Ned uh, basically wanted to try and get Peter Parker but they they called the, <laughs> the wrong Peter Parker, Parkers twice um, and honestly it was so great and I love the fact that he was at like at his um, gran was it grandma's or auntie's house <laughs> and, they, and they wanted to climb on the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> she tells him to get a cobweb in the corner. I just love those little interactions and things like that. And it's like, um, yeah, like I think what made it great is they didn't just shoe they didn't they didn't shoehorn 
and in saying the marketing, oh, here's all the Spider-Men, and it's going to be great, and it's like, no, they actually wrote them well. They, you know, they made them part of, you know, his journey and his moral compass, especially Toby McGuire at the end, you know, he, he was angry and, out, you know, and he was probably going to kill, um, you know, uh, Green Goblin. But, like I said, it's it was Toby Maguire's humanity and his sort of, you know, you know, he, he knew that uh, Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker, you know, he's always wanted to do the right thing because, like I said, he could have pressed that button long, long ago. But, you know, he genuinely, you know, wanted to do it his way. So sometimes when you're angry or, you know, or you want revenge or things like that, it's hard to lose sight of, of sometimes your own, you know, humanity or your own sort of personality and the pers and what makes you. So I really love that side of that. Um, and like I said, it it was great to see all three of them. But you know, like I said, it wasn't just written to shoehorn them in and just like wave and say hi and then go somewhere else. They they were part of the story and the interactions between all of them were, were great so yeah so I highly recommend this movie um, like I said there's so many great performances uh, I've, I've had a look at some uh, reviews and they were hinting at uh, somebody who had managed to miraculously get these powers um, and I assume that was on about Ned and the sling ring and I do understand it was a little bit you know but then you know when you've got magic time you know falling apart and things like that people being pulled through universes it's like it's really a minor gripe and it's like you know and, and the fact that like I said he, he, he could actually close it and he, and he was making mistakes and things like that because if you remember like the um, first um, Doctor Strange thing he could sort of you know quite early on he could like open some portals or make a way of starting uh, but he um, you know he, he couldn't like close them or he couldn't open them unless being pushed emotionally and things like that so so you know it is still plausible like I said and it didn't really bother me one bit and the fact that like I said it was the way they introduced the um, you know the two Spider-Men from the other films was was really good and, um, and I liked the little nods to um, other characters and things like that and yeah I'm, you know I, I think if I took my fanboy head away I would probably still give this film a good sort of like 8 out of 10 I still think there's you know the way the film was structured and it was paced say that it was a long movie it it went just like that and it was so enjoyable and like I said and it did let the smaller moments the dramatic moments breathe you know it wasn't just like oh that person's dead let's go to the next thing it was paced very well uh, but as a fan of these previous franchises who get the references 
and like I said, you know, I didn't like all the films, you know, Spider-Man 3 and uh, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2 had its problems, but because I knew some of the references and things like that, I got these little lines or these little, you know, interactions and things like that, and I thought that was great. So, we're 20 minutes on and I need to get on with my day. <laughs> so, I will just finish off, like I said, William Defend. The fact that, like I said, I, I think he was utilised so well. The, the fact that, like I said, it is this Jekyll and Hyde, tormented, genius sort of character, and it was done so well. And it was so great to see him, like I said. He pops up in other films and things like that, like little cameos and stuff, but it was so great for him to get a good chunk of screen time. And... And it really sort of, you know, his main first interaction with Peter Parker was him asking for help, you know, because he knew that he had this struggle and things like that. But then, you know, he ends up getting, you know, that that other part of him takes over. And honestly, if you're about somebody who captures like the mania. <laughs> And you know, honestly, it's like I can see some people think, oh, it's over the top and things like that. But I thought it was done so well, and 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 that's the thing, you know. And there was that, and the conflict was done so well that it was understandable that uh, he would, you know, want to hurt him for what he's done, you know, for basically killing me. Uh, and um, but then like I said but the reason why you know he wanted to do all this was to help people you know and uh, and I really loved the conclusion and uh, you know and that the fact that you know Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker stopped him but then he got stabbed and, and then um, you know but like I said, I, I, his performance—I I don't think there was a bad performance in the entire movie. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, I, I really love this movie. Like I said, if if I, you know, if I just took it as as a film, you know, if I knew nothing about the property, I would say it would still be a seven or eight because I think you can enjoy this. Even if you're fresh to these types of movies, but if you know the references, if you love the characters, you know, because you know the you know the other franchises, you know, I've had the flack things like that, but you know it wasn't the actors' issues because you know it proves that they they knew their. Uh, their versions of Peter Parker well. Say from my brother, he because he hasn't seen a lot of the Andrew Garfield um, Spider-Man. He, he he noticed that um, he was a bit more jittery than the other Spider-Man, and I'm like, yeah, that was his character. He was more of of a you know socially nervous sort of oddball, and. And like I said, and I really loved the how they carried that 
that over because even you know if you've had these like ticks or these these uh, personality traits when you were like a teenager or things like that there is a good chance <laughs> they will carry over um, when you're you know full adult um, so so I really love them and, and like I said I, I don't know how you know I want to end on uh, Toby Maguire's just like I said, it, it does have like sad puppy dog eyes and it does honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna gonna end on the film. Um as a rating on one to five, it's gonna get five um, puppy dog eyes. You just wanna you just wanna hug uh Toby Maguire and say everything's okay. <laughs> so hope you guys enjoyed that. Um please like I said, please share because, you know, I'm, I'm just having fun here. I'm, no, I'm not the best interviewer or presenter, things like that, but I'm, I'm loving this. I'm just having conversations to myself and hopefully people will uh, will listen and enjoy. So, so yeah, so please share any comments, any improvements. Please message me. Um, yeah, yeah deadslisttalks.gmail.com like I said, I'm, um, I will carry on doing these even if one person listens because it's so much fun. So if you want to, me to review more movies, I'm happy to do so. Recommendations, let me know. Um, you know, new, old, I will review things fresh. And um, and if you guys, uh, you know, are really nice, I might even review some horror ones even though horror movies scare me so so yeah so please listen please share and like i said and, and i i highly recommend this movie like i said i would give it a good sort of i won't give it a 10 because i don't think it's a perfect movie it's um it, the amount of it fits in, in in that even three hours is really well done so i would <laughs> eight and a half 8.7 I don't know it's just when you go into like the 9 to 10 mark it's got you know I can understand where people had, had issues with some aspects but I disagree with some of the opinions so yeah so I'd, I'd say yeah a good 8.5 to 8.7 to 8.8 if I'm pushed but Ah, well, <laughs> we'll work out the rating system in the future if anybody else uh, wants me to do more reviews. So, yeah, so take care. Um, like I said, hopefully um, you're all looking after yourselves and your mental health and things like that. So, so yeah, so if you have any issues, talk to somebody. Talk to your friends, talk to your family. Um, just put it out there. Okay, so look, look after each other. And have fun and um, insert catchphrase here. Bye! <laughs>